Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. A warm, hearty, lacquer welcome to you, the listener out there. So this is part two of the conversation with Duncan and Mandy Kill of the UPP Group, uh, unlocking plumbers' potential. <laughs> they own a plumbing company, but they're also very much involved in helping plumbers to develop and uh, reach their own potential, their full potential. Um, now, in part one, we finished off with that last part. We discussed quite a few things in part one, and we finished off with that last question to Mandy and Duncan, where I said I wanted to know what the additional uh, skills like life skills and uh, 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 you know like marketing skills administrative skills business acumen interpersonal skills all of those skills what the value is there of how does it contribute toward achieving and sustaining a or, or how does it contribute to toward achieving and maintaining a sustainable industry and what is the importance of having these? Now, that's my first question to you, Duncan and Mandy. And uh, but I've got uh, you know I've got a couple of other questions hidden in my pocket here that I'm going to shoot to you as well. Now, Duncan, Mandy, uh, what is that? How does it contribute? So, so I'm going to go back to our coach up environment and just give you a little bit of understanding what we do and how we do it. So. So that people are in the picture in terms of how does the process work and then so as mandy said we initially we, we i meet a lot of guys in the industry they come to me and they say don't how can you help my business so what we do is we do a scoping session and a scoping session is is basically are you are you available and are you willing to be coached and grow and and then obviously you know there's going to be that sort of alignment where we say you know what and and there have been guys that i said no i'm not going to coach you because Typically, you know, you've got to come with a, a sort of an attitude or an attitude of growth and stuff like that. And not everything is teachable. So, so in the process, we, we do through the, the, the session and then eventually we bring them into the network. So at the moment, we've got about, I think it's 12 companies that are in the coaching process at the moment. And we've created a network. So everybody's got their own personal WhatsApp group where we coach through. They come here once a week or fortnightly and, and, Basically, in the in the scoping session, is we we do it we do it in blocks of six weeks or twelve weeks, where the guys learn they they choose the areas in the business that they want to learn the most. So it could be an mentoring side, it could be a coaching side, it could be about you know what I don't know how to do this 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 this. So and and then also what it does is that it brings them into a work environment. So obviously through the UPP group we have access you know being big. Big guys that are playing in the commercial market, we have access to a lot of work. You and are, you, you, you are plumbers yourself. Yeah, you, exactly. We're exactly. we're a we're a company ourselves, sustainability. But I can't get to every single one of the jobs. So the the coaching is a perfect way to bring guys in, empower them through a process, and now introduce them to jobs. So I can just mention a few, but I've got about four or five guys that I'm working with at the moment, really on projects. But what we've done now is a guy is skilled at heat pumps and a guy is skilled at solar 
and we're doing a project where we're integrating solar and heat pumps. So we've got three guys working on the project with me. So we've also got an engineer that helps us with the process. So the finer details, how to do the bullet quantities, how to do the reporting, how to get the drawings right, how to design the drawings. Mm. You know, and, it, and it's amazing now that a plumber who's worked on his own all his life, he's never worked with anybody else. But in the building industry, the bigger guys, they've done joint ventures all the time. Yeah. So what happens? We bring the guys in, and now we've got a team of guys. And wow, you see the difference. The guys are starting to think, this is it, this is it, I love it. Because they're feeding off each other, they're learning, and they're getting paid for doing the job. Now, how's that for, for, how's that for empowerment? How's that for a <laughs> Yes, like. And, and I can tell you now, I've got hundreds of stories for you, but I've got four or five today that I want to tell you. But let Mandy carry on with, you know, the other part of what she does mm. from that, you know, the, the soft skill side and stuff like that. Well, I think, you know, so, so we spoke about soft skills. I think that the, the other thing that is, is sorely needed is leadership skills. Okay, so, and when, I, when I'm speaking about leadership, um, Duncan and you, we'll touch on probably the, the master plumber within our discussion um, today, but, you know, we've got a couple of master plumbers across the country. And um, at the moment, they're busy writing and presenting um, a thesis on various topics with, within the master plumber curriculum. Duncan had selected leadership as his thesis that he's busy writing on. And I'm an adjudicator together with um, Nick Jabeer and Steve Brown. So we listen and we mentor into their thesis to tell them what to change. I'm Duncan's mentor. It's a hard job, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Within every single person, there, there are things within us 
that we don't even know exist. Yeah. And coaching is helping bringing, you know, bringing those strengths that we have within us out um, and helping you to then apply it into how you run your business, how you interact with people, how you make decisions, and how you grow yourself as a person and your business. Um, so that is the other area that I like focusing um, on in, in helping others. It's about unlocking that potential, like you said, you know, UPP, unlocking people's potential. Yeah, 100%. D- Duncan, I I want to I want to chat to you guys. Uh, uh, you know, there's a, qu- a couple of other questions that I have for you, and I want to listen to a couple of those stories that you have that you mentioned. You know, that inspirational stories that will make people uh, realize that you know they can re- regain their passion for the industry um, and the way forward, and 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 how they can help the next generation. Um, especially, uh, Mandy mentioned it a couple of times, the, the thesis that you guys write for the Master Plumber Program. It almost sounds like you're writing your doctorate's degree <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, you know, you have to write your thesis at the end of it or before you qualify. But but the fact is that it's generating leaders within the industry um, through the Master Pro, uh, master Plumber designation uh, program, if we can call it that way. Um, there's a lot more to, to be said. But before we do, let's just hop into a quick ad break for our listeners out there do stay tuned do listen to these ads because they bring value to you Um, duncan mandy and myself will be back right after this are you a tradesperson or trading company that's looking for a platform to market your services let articulated speed up the process for you you can use our podcast to sell your services email us for a quote at info at articulated.co.za you can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za Welcome back to this episode of the Man in the Van uh, podcast in which myself and Duncan and Mandy Kill of the UPP group are talking about uh, the the next generation of plumbers, um, creating leaders within the plumbing industry to help contribute to achieving and, and, and maintaining a sustainable plumbing industry. Um, we were talking about, uh, the, you know, the challenge of... St- a lack of skills within the industry. Um, we were talking about what kind of skills there's a shortage of and why it's important uh, for for people to have additional skills in addition to simply knowing how to do the physical plumbing work. Um, both from both spheres, Mandy was speaking, Mandy, you were speaking from a coaching perspective, um, the soft skills that people need and those kind of things, the business acumen and those kind of things. And Duncan, you were speaking of from a mentoring perspective. And before we went into the ad break, you mentioned that you've got a couple of examples of stories we that you can tell us and uh, that will relay uh, to the plumbers and plumbers will i know for a fact that plumbers will associate because we had this conversation off air before we recorded you know we the the stories that you want to tell of you know how people sort of i know there was a story about one plumber who lost his passion and regained it when you went into a project with him and things like that give us a couple of examples Right, William. Um, yeah, so I'll just give you two examples. One of a young company that I've been working with, and 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 I'll give the other example of a guy who came to me. He's he's probably closer to his fifties. He's a, been a plumber in the industry for about twenty five years. Um, you know, I also registered PRB, been doing maintenance and alteration over the years, and, and you know, and ran a great successful business. And he came to me and he said, Doug, I'm you know, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit." sort of, you know, not in a good space because my work's drying up. 
um, I'm not able to sustain in this industry anymore because of certain things that are happening. Work is not coming, and I'm 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 undercut by everybody. And I said to him, "Okay, so fine. Let's look at it. Look at you all." So he agreed to do a scoping session, and obviously uh, came out, and we we agreed to do the coaching. And so then I brought him into the network, and you know we kind of had our first session. And then about two or three weeks ago, he phoned me and said he's got this project that he wants me to look at. And we we looked at smaller little projects and stuff like that. But he took me to this eleven-story um, building where we looked at the old plumbing there. And when he first went there, he was about to say, "No, I can't do this because it was it was too big for him." And he said to me, "Dan, can you come and maybe look at this building for me?" So I did. I came with him. We looked at the building. I'm getting all excited because now, you know, I've done a hundred of these projects before and I'm thinking, this is so easy. You know, we do this, we do that. His eyes like start popping up and he's going, can we do this together? And I said, that's the point. That's how yes. we do it. Yes. We still do this, but you've got the client. It's your client. Yes, we might be using our name and, and our processes and all of that, but you're going to be the project manager. You're going to get paid on this job. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you're going to learn the skill of the design. We call it DBM, design, budget, method statement. And then we're going to teach you how to do an SLA, which is a service level agreement to look after the building for the next 15 years. So then he says, okay, so we're going to do repart the whole building. So we're going to change it from old cost iron. I'm talking 11 stories. I'm talking 177 flats. It's a big job. <laughs> we're talking 5 million rand. And, you know, and he's going, Whoop. I can work for the next two years. I'm not. I'm not in that rut anymore. I'm healthy. I'm strong, and I'm feeling great. And then we even said to the client, "We'll give you a phased approach. So we'll give you a phase one. We'll do block this, block that. We'll do the water. We'll do the hot water. We'll do the waste. You've even got a two-pipe system there, so that building's old. And then we'll take all the cast iron out and we'll replace it with either Jebret or we'll replace it with a PVC, whatever the client chooses in terms of his option, in terms of his budget." Clients going, okay, like, when can you start? Then he says to me, but do you do this and do that? And I looked at his tanks and I said, no, well, we clean tanks. We do this. We do boreholes. He says, oh, can you drill a bowl? Oh, so can we do rainwater? Yes, we do rainwater. Now this oak is just going, okay, I've got 10 years of work now on a building that I'm looking after and I only just did maintenance. And, you know, and now the guy's going, you know, I've got to, and then I said to him, so what's that going to happen now? We'll show you the guys that do the reporting. So the guys that do our reporting, the engineering side of it, they come in and they help him. So he learns from them. Then we've got, he says, but what about, I don't have, my company's not big enough. So I said, no, we bring in our network of guys. We've got other guys in the network that can do this type of work. And they partner with you. And we do a joint venture. And But everybody knows it's your project. Everybody knows and you're in charge, you know. And that's how we deliver the job. And we keep it within your in your sphere. But, yeah, now there's a, now there's a zest for life. So that's just the one example. The other one is the young company. I've got two two black guys. I'm entrepreneur black guys I'm dealing with. And they've got a company in Shosham So they called me the other day and said, they've got a client that's installed backups in their hospital. And they now need for me to come out. And the hospital's complaining that they can't deliver water fast enough to the hospital. So the hospital uses about 155,000 liters of water per day. What? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a hospital. I mean, they, they've got, you know, people on, on, on di, you know, dye machines and, you know, for cancer and all sorts of things. So they need water. They've got a backup system which they installed right in the middle of the building in the basement. There's no truck can even get there to deliver water. So when, they, when it's 150,000 liters, that they've got a 60,000 backup. 
So automatically that 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 water's gone. Yeah. In yeah. half a day. So they were complaining, they don't know what to do. So I said to, I said to the guys, let's go and have a look. Let's go and see. Let's go and do an audit and let's go and see what, what we can do. We got them in there, we went to go and have a look, met the client, stuff like that. We walked around together and we started now. We said, okay, cool, here we go. Underground tanks, 360,000 liters. We can do it under under your parking base. Lift up the parking, drop the tanks in, cut it back into your lines, deliver it to the tanks that are already there. And now they've got 420,000 liters of backup, which will last probably close to three days of backup. Clients going, my goodness, I've got a budget of so much already. When can you start? You know, it's like they've come up with this. And now the guys are feeling Okay, now they're learning about how to design. So they've already sat with me, they've done the drawings. We've already chatted about the, the, the capacity of water that we're going to do. We've even decided on which tanks we're going to use. And now we're just going into the final project of is how to maintain it. And then we deliver it to the client. The client's already on board because his budget's already there. And he says, when can we start? Now, before, they would have turned that work down. And now what we do is we bring in other guys that are good in the civils aspect. So in your little network of guys, you're always going to have guys that are good at this, good at that, good at that. Bring them together. Wow, you see the skills starting to work. And you see the guys getting a hunger back into the jobs. And I can tell you something now. If we keep doing this type of model around the country, I can tell you something now. We can empower this whole industry fast. And guys will get their ideas back. They'll get their, their, their values back. Duncan, the fact is that that you're doing it on the job. They're learning the more job. about their own trade, their own industry, um, while they're doing projects, while they are busy doing the job, and they're learning from other people within their trade. Um, yeah. Those, while those you're getting people in with specific uh, uh, specializations or specific skills and knowledge in a specific aspect of the trade, and they are transferring that knowledge because they are working together with these people. Again, it's yeah. transfer of skills, transfer of knowledge, empowering the people, uh, you know, developing them and then unlocking the potential within themselves. Because, like you said, now, uh, very true how you said. They would previously have said no to this huge project, not knowing yeah. that they've got the potential to actually do it. Yeah. And you know what the confidence they get is that when they come to a job now, and you know what happens now is that I'm getting inundated with calls from our network, and the guys are saying, Guys, I found this project. And he puts it on the group, and everybody's, Oh, lacquer, I haven't done one of those now. Let's get it. Okay, cool. You see, <laughs> now everybody's coming, and they want, they're getting excited about the different projects. And, you know, that shows the opportunity. That shows that, you know what, as an artist, I mean, an artist makes beautiful music. We make beautiful plumbing designs. We are artisans. That's what we are designed to do. And, you know what, if I can do it with three or four guys, you know, it's not about the money. It's about the education. It's a transfer of skills. It's about putting the fears back in the guys and, and making sure that they learn. And then, you know what, they bring their companies now. And we have these things every three months. We call them we call them a first day, where we get all the guys and all the guys from our network in the coaching, and we bring their staff and everything, and we get a realignment again. We get the guys back in thinking about vision and values and about culture and what culture can do. And this type of culture, that's what we want. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a constructive culture. It's one of making progress, progressing forward, moving into the future, and, and leaving you know, creating, maintaining, and leaving another an industry for another generation after this one and after that one. I mean, plumbing is never going to go away. For as long as civilization 
uh, exists for that long plumbing is a necessity it's a essential uh, uh, requirement of civilization for civilization mandy i want to ask you something quickly we've spoken about what upp now that this is a, a this is plumbers this is plumbing people from within the plumbing you guys are pl people from within the plumbing industry we're talking about what you can do and with your network of other people who are willing to also then share their knowledge uh, pass it down onto the next generation of plumbers um or even if it's the older generation that just didn't know about specific other things within plumbing business, um, the skills, has, have certain skills or whatever. We're talking about what you guys are doing to address that skill shortage um, of the next generation and achieving and maintaining a sustainable uh, you know, industry, plumbing industry. What What do you think? How do you see it? Do I know that there are industry bodies, and I know that they have efforts. Do you know? Certainly, the industry bodies also play a role. Yeah. So you know, um, I think yeah, only on I alluded to the passion that I have for this industry and being a part of um, the, and of playing a role in professionalizing our industry and helping to change the perception that, that, that the general consumers out there have of our industry. And that passion increased tenfold when I have, you know, as because of, of me witnessing how involved our industry bodies are in this process as well. When I look at um, some of the people within um, PRB and our OPSA and what they're doing, um, how they are working with schools, teething colleges, other private colleges, um, you know, in terms of the, the apprentices that are busy coming through, the soft skill programs that are being introduced to help them with the things that we mentioned earlier on our challenges to. So people aren't, they aren't only learning technical skills anymore, they are also being coached and trained at that level with regards to the soft skills. I would like maybe leadership skills to be added to that. And, and I think in some way, the, 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 and you know, that is happening, but for it to be more intentional, maybe. Um, but I'm blown away by the commitment, the level of commitment there is um, by these two industry bodies in making a difference within the environment that we're in. Um, and if I just think of some of the things that are that happen all the time, you you have plumbers evenings around the country. Um, PRB also are always going on road shows all over, you know, and and upskilling and training people. Um, there's the the collaboration with TV colleges, with um, you know, they've got they've got their own programs running um, for for plumbers. Um, is a court. I always forget it, the prior recognition of prior learning, mm -hmm. um, you know, um, helping guys to to become qualified, etc. Um, the podcast, the podcast, the man in the van, the webinars that are running all the time, the LMS platform on our officer that you can go and access and and listen to and you know and get information from, and the availability. So I, I also sit on the CPD committee mm. um, for PRB and our last um, committee meeting that we had a month or so ago, we had invited two funders to come and join us and talk to us about the um, experience with CPD points and things like that. Because some guys have a negative, you know, kind of 
feeling towards it. And they were so positive about the experiences and what they've learned. And one of the things that really touched me was um, when they spoke about the accessibility they experienced when they hit a challenge, being able to pick up the phone to someone like a Steve Brown or a Nick Bear or a Richard Bailey or whatever, or a Duncan Keel, and these guys always make themselves available. Um, so, yes, there's a lot. I think there's a lot happening in the industry that people don't even know about. Um, you know, we've got the app plumber. We've got so many things that guys can access um, if if they just went onto them or picked up the phone or went onto the websites or learned about the various avenues available to them and really actively engage in the content that's out there. Um, there's a lot to learn and a lot to grow from. These are all things done, uh, you know, either to educate the plumbers, train, teach, educate the plumbers, or at least, uh, you know, encourage them to learn more about their trade and the industry. Um, you know, you yeah. mentioned something about the perspective of CPD. I know that the PRB has implemented now the what they call the CPD rewards program, where where registered plumbers will get rewarded for continuously professionally developing themselves in their trade for learning more about their trade for continuously learning more and developing themselves they now get rewarded for that um you know so there's a lot being done and and like you guys do upp um you know there's mentoring going on from people within the plumbing industry the plumbers themselves plumbing companies mentoring coaching in-house training apprenticeships and all of those things that are being done to ensure that there's continuously skills passing on knowledge passing on uh, you know expertise being passed on to to the plumbers but now i've got this question to you and we are running out of time um, we are drawing to a close of this specific episode but i want to ask you is all of this done purely to ensure sustainability in the plumbing industry or is there a deeper meaning to all the effort that goes into this? I think there is, Willem. Um, you know, I have a passion for, you know, unlocking people's potential. But I think when I unlock people's potential or we unlock people's potential, and, you know, what, no one understands that you have gifts given to you. And I believe that I have a God-given gift and I have a calling in this industry to empower and to create um, knowledge for the generation below me, but not only that, the generation that's not even born. And I think, you know, as you, as a pioneer, you, you've always got to start with something and you've got to keep, in, you know, building and you're going to have the challenges and you're going to have the days where you feel like you want to give up. And, but you know what? You do it not for you. You do it because you, you get up. It's the why behind what you do. And I think for me, what this is unlocking people's potential is the why I get up every day. It's, it's what drives me. It's, it's, it's seeing the, the, the hope brought back to that guy who's 52 or 51, and now he's, he's got that, that new look on life. I've got the guys that are youngsters, 22, 23, and they would never have access to a work like that if they weren't no, confident that they've got people around them. Exactly. And I think for me, that, that's what's giving me that, the lift. I'm, you know, even if I die tomorrow, I can probably say, you know what, I, I've, I've done my part. But I have a bigger calling, and God called me to do such a big thing. And he said, you know what he said to me? He said, Duncan, if your dream is not big enough, then it's not worth going for. Mm. And the question is, this dream that we have here of empowering the industry is so big. 
but I know I can't do it on my own. I need his help. And I think that's important. And I think I have to say that, you know, a lot of what Manny and I do is, is one of the areas that we, we coach the guys on is, is understanding why do you exist, you know, and why do we, you know, I take the legacy from Anton. Anton always used to tell, teach me about leadership and he'd say, Duncan, be a good leader, be a good listener, navigate, you know what, connect. Don't just communicate, connect with people. And when people connect together, trust me, things happen. Miracles happen. I can tell you this is a miracle. This is like the links on the on the chain, uh, you know, links on a chain. Um, you know, yeah. if the links are proper, then the chain is stronger. Definitely. And I think when you start putting those links together, it just it's amazing how it all unfolds together. And I think, you know, we've got to we've got to say hats off to the guys in the industry like Manny is saying. A lot of the guys are doing some great work. But you know what? There are a lot of guys out there and they were like me that are not doing anything, not getting involved. And that's what I ask those guys. Come and get involved. Come and see. And the guys that I'm working with are in our network. I see them in all the APSA meetings now because they are so inspired. And I'm teaching some of them now to become um, IOPSA committee meeters, um, um, you know, yes. boards and all of that, so that they can expose themselves into the industry so that they can get more insight and more things and, and, and get involved in PRB and Master Plumber. You know what I'm saying? We've got to keep doing this, but in a bigger scale. And, and more people doing what we're doing. But, and, and by becoming more involved, they are also becoming the next generation who will pass their knowledge and skills down to the next generation after them. The next leaders, yeah. yeah. But, you know, and that's it. for you and Mandy, it's, it's that deeper meaning to all your efforts is that living out that passion of unlocking people's potential, right? Uh, but in that same process, there are... Uh, effects uh, that it have you know it, it the effects or consequences thereof can be things like it's regaining the respect from the general public because you you helping achieve a professional industry um, enticing younger generation of people school leavers to consider and follow plumbing as a career because they see how people it's a professional trade it's a professional career so that's job creation it 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 contributes towards uh, positively towards the economy for that matter you know it contributes to a sustainable civilization because without proper plumbing you know there are huge risks without proper plumbing without the disposal the removal and disposal of you know human waste and and without the proper uh, the the transporting of potable water without proper those kind of things there are risks um you know and it's to create leaders now to pave the way for the next generation and for them to then also create a next generation of leaders um, and think about the, it like this Willem. sorry to yeah think, think about it like this if the next generation of plumbers doesn't have water how are they going to plumb? <laughs> yeah. well, there can't be any plumbing if there's no water. <laughs> <laughs> and what we are teaching the guys is saying, you know what, there are, other, there are other sources of water that you're not looking at. And understand that. Because trust me, you can, you can learn all the heat pump technology you want, all the solar technology you want, everything about putting in geysers and blah, blah, blah. But you've got no water. <laughs> you can't do nothing and understand that. And if you can see that, that's what we're talking about. That's a deeper meaning. And think about the advantages of that. Absolutely. Duncan and Mandy, I want to thank you for your time and your effort, for the information that you've shared, for your passion that you carry for the plumbing industry. 
How can plumbers that are interested or any interested parties, you know, people who want to network with you, people who want to become part of your mentoring and coaching or actually get it, you know, get it from you or those kind of things. So how do they, where do they get hold of UPP? Normally they can um, email me at duncan at upp.coza, all lowercase, and then also they can email Mandy, mandy at upp.coza. I think it's easiest, yeah. And, and UPP obviously has a, a website. Yeah, www.upp.coza. They can also go to the website and they can just send us an inquiry through that. Mm. But if they really want to get involved, pop me a mail and, and then yeah, we can definitely help them. Business acumen over here. If you have a website and you've got a contact page where people can contact you and it comes to you, please respond. Okay. Um, all, all of, I mean, Duncan and I copied on everything that comes through our, our, our website and we, we make sure that people get responded to immediately because, from a business point of view, the worst thing is for people to go onto your website, have a query, and no one responds to them. Mm. So, you can contact oh. us that way. We will respond to you another thing that the plumbers can do you know just that that extra sort of you know service level skill um of doing duncan and mandy it's always yeah i just want to say something for people to think about okay and where they can get they can ask us for information all those examples that duncan gave the two examples he gave of these amazing projects what we haven't discussed is the back end of that okay how are they going to cost for it? How are they going to manage it? What contracts do they have in place to make sure that they've covered, the clients are covered, what insurances, all of those kind of things goes hand in hand with all the installation of that amazing project. So that is where we can help them. Mm. Yeah, that's what we train them on, yeah. That's awesome. It's always awesome to chat to you guys with your level of passion, um, but it's always good to know that people are stepping up into the industry um, taking the proverbial bull by the horns to say we're going to make and keep this industry great for this yeah. generation and the next and the next and the next um, and how you just do that hand in hand with other plumbers other plumbing companies industry bodies everybody playing their role and they part thank you mandy and duncan i really appreciate your time and effort um to our listeners out there that draws uh you know that concludes this specific episode um we will definitely see you next time mandy duncan i'll definitely chat to you again as well finally it's time to switch off this engine cheerio man in the van podcast your regular audio drive time companion 